Holidays to everybody, first and foremost. Hope you're enjoying this season of positivity, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyways, we got a lot a lot of little things that we wanted to get into this episode. Um, you'll hear Danny talk about his Packers and how they failed to make the postseason for the first time in how many years? Since like 2009? 2008. 2008? Jordy Nelson's rookie year. When they were like replacing. Aaron Rodgers' first year as a replacement. starter. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and granted, Aaron Rodgers didn't play for, what, seven games. He left He left the field and was owning the NFL at the point when he left. Yeah. He, what was he, he had like 13 touchdowns I was leading in week six. Yeah. So... You know, injuries suck, and as we're speaking, we see Legatron, as they call him, you said. Yeah, um, Greg Zolman, out, out for the, the season. They put him on IR. Carried me in fantasy. <laughs> I, he, was, he was putting up running back numbers. He was putting up, like, literally 17 points every week. I had to go against him, Gurley. I had to go against him and Gurley this week. Both this week and last week for the playoffs. Now I'm in the championships. Oh, so. Good luck. But I won. Devontae Freeman actually blew up for me. I was down 21 going into Monday night with my last chance. Oh, my God. I was down 18. Yeah. And Devontae, uh, Devontae Freeman got 30 uh, with the way the scoring is in that league. Yeah. I mean, he got, he got 20, what is it, 25 or something? Yeah. Something like that. So, what do PPR? He had like five catches, 70 yards, and then like 124 on yeah, the ground. Yeah, he was balling though. He, he would have had two touchdowns, but he fumbled he the first fumbled. one. I saw him fumble the first one, and that was early in the game. So yeah. it was like, is this the type of night you know he's going to have? And then he fumbled another time where he had a big run. So I was just, I was worried, but got the job done. Thank you, Devontae. Um, in other football news, you know, the Packers didn't make the playoffs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a whole fucking like four pages written. I had to write. I had to collect my thoughts on on paper to fucking uh, express how I'm feeling about all that. I mean, we don't have to get into it right now. We can no, yeah, that, I was, we can say that. I wanted to get into some of these games that we watched this past weekend. Starting off with Todd Gurley and the Rams, and how they showed that, as I've said, you know, as we've spoken about. Earlier in the show, well, past shows, um, they had to show that this is their division this year, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what they did. They went on the road to Seattle at a primetime, you know, game. It was on. It was on national TV, and they basically made it look like they were playing Cleveland on the road. And this is a Los Angeles Rams team that last year had no shot at making the playoffs was unsure if their current starting quarterback was going to be able to take on this job and do yeah. it well. They didn't know if within he pan two out the years. way he is right now. And everything is just going like it's playing like this is why they drafted Gurley. Like it all makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, it's finally coming to fruition and they got they got their guy. They got their coach. Yeah. 
Farrell Cooper returning those punts. When you have punt returning, kick returning, good field goal kick, best field goal kicker, best punter right now. The entire Rams special teams made the Pro Bowl. Exactly. Their punter, their kick returner. Did Jared Goff make the Pro Bowl? No. I didn't see it. No, he didn't. Did Gurley? I didn't even see the Pro Bowl selections. I think think Gurley did. Deserve, well deserved. He yeah, he, of course. He, had, he yeah. might be, he's like an MVP. He's an MVP candidate. He's he got, got 17 it. touchdowns yeah, this he, year. Yeah, he may, he definitely did. So, yeah, he's a pro, he's a pro baller in my eyes, so I don't even care if he did or not. Yeah, all they were missing was coaching. And they turned it around. Proper coaching, yeah. exactly. And you see with this, we say it every week, with this offensive-minded guru who everybody thought, you know, like, Adam Gase would be is what McVeigh and Goff have, you know, come to be. So good. And then they bring in Hall of Fame coach Wade Phillips <laughs> on the defensive side, and they just—it's crazy. And he, the fact look that what he did in Denver, not to cut you off. No, I know he—he's got that track record. And then you see guys like Aaron Donald. Who's only making 1.8 million this year? <laughs> now, be, what do they the do? They have to. They have to pay that boy. Yeah, he's going to get paid. They might have to. They're going to have to shuffle around some things. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Because that's a focal point. He's going to demand like 20 mil plus yeah. a yeah, year. He's balling. Easy. But he, he rightfully so. You can't even double team this guy. You can't. So another game I wanted to jump into was the Eagles Giants game, in which we, you know, the Giants made it a competitive game. Because we weren't sure first, how Nick Foles was going to come out. Exactly. Which he did come out. and He came out through four touchdowns. Looks like Carson no Wentz. Picks, no turnovers. Looks like yeah. Carson Wentz. 28 30, uh, 24 of 38, 237 yards, and four touchdowns, like you said. 115.8 passes. Nick Foles. And this is – remember in about two episodes ago, I think it was, you were like, are we going to get the Nick Foles – I think this was last week because Carson Wentz got yeah. hurt. But are we going to get the Nick Foles that started for them back in, what, 2009, was it? And had or, the 27-2 and two season. Yeah, yeah. So I said we would have to see this game to find out. And, I mean, obviously it was versus one of the worst teams in the league. Um, but a division opponent, nonetheless, a backup coming into – like, had he put up, you know, 20 of, of – or 18 of 32, you know, it's it's still acceptable, and then you know two touchdowns. It's like all right, he managed the game, but he threw four four touchdowns and no yeah. interceptions, and you know over two hundred thirty yards. Off to him, exactly. And he knows the offense. That's the thing. He's he's yeah. really comfortable. Yeah. They're not gonna you know right when Brett Hundley come came in, you have to dumb down the offense for him to get comfortable and playing that style. Like Nick Foles knows the offense. He can he's comfortable being a starting quarterback and mm-hmm. and changing plays at the line and things of that nature. So it was very encouraging, you know, to say the least. That was a good win for them. Um, other NFC game, we had the uh, Minnesota Vikings dismantle their way to taking that title, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. That was their title clinching game. Yeah. Versus uh, Cincinnati. It was, was going to be either Minnesota or Detroit. They, If Minnesota would have lost, right. they had yeah, to tie for it, but... They won, so they won uh, the NFC North this year. They, Not happy about it. In a in a good in a, you know they set a they set a tone, 
with that with that win right there. And obviously it was the uh, Bengals that they played, but yeah, they they didn't. Chicago had their way with them. It was Minnesota's turn. Yeah, that's just I guess that's that's just how it is this this season. (laughs) The Bengals and and now so these reports that we were hearing about Marvin Lewis is what they're false. That's what he's claiming. That he's not parting ways with yeah, them. Yeah, um, I get. I guess it came out that he wanted to leave and explore other options, and then afterwards it came out again that he was looking for a more front office position, mm-hmm. like like a GM position, right. I guess. Because I have no, me personally, I have no doubts in his ability to go out and find talent because we right. know he can. He just isn't necessarily, I guess, the best coach for that talent. But I think if if he can work something out with Cincinnati to remain there and work in the front office, finding talent, even if it's a GM position, I right. think it'd be a really good fit for them because he's definitely got an eye for talent. That's that's good. I mean, hopefully things work out with them. I mean, Cincinnati has a promising roster. They've they've had a good team for the past couple of years, and they can't do nothing with it. So I mean, you kind of have to do look his way. Is but, it Dalton? That's another thing, you know. He's riding Dalton's back. He's got his back. You know, that's his guy. And I mean, I know the fans love Dalton. Yeah, but. don't get me wrong. But is 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 what he's doing gonna win? You know, that's really what he, fans can love you. I mean, Marvin, he's been you. there fifteen years, and they haven't. But won then again, they haven't won a playoff. Look at Carson game. Palmer. Yeah. So you look at Carson Palmer, and it's like, how great was he? Him and Ocho Cinco. Him and mm-hmm. Huzmanzada. Him and Chris Henry, rest in peace. R.I.P. Chris. You know, so what are you guys gonna like? Like you said, I mean, is it is it Dalton? Was it Palmer? Is it the offense he's running? Because they're very talented on both sides of the ball. And the Bengals used to be really talented as well when they had that team that I was talking about Mm -hmm. back in the day. With uh, what was their running back's name? Uh, Big guy. Oh, Benson, Cedric Benson. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly who it was. Cedric Benson. Yeah, that brought back some memories. He played on the Bears too, right? Yeah, he was okay. A beast, yeah, and that's boy. definitely that was definitely he was a Cedric beast. Benson. Yo, he used to drag dudes. Hell yeah. But times have changed. Uh I just wanted to hop into a couple more games that from last week that were pretty intriguing. We saw Kansas City look like they're back ready for the playoffs versus a division of team that they beat on Thursday. Uh, was that that was Saturday? I'm sorry, not Thursday. When they got three interceptions on Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. and I mean thirty to thirteen. This is a team that was coming in hot, being cheat, uh, Chargers. Right, know. Kareem Hunt finally had another breakout game, yeah. like we saw, and uh, we were all so excited about in the beginning earlier in the year. Did that? Did that clinch the division for them or not yet? I don't think it did. I don't. Think I so. think they're they still have to play it's, out. It's all really close. I think the Chiefs are probably eight and six now, but the Chargers are right behind them. They're I, I want to say the Chargers are probably seven and seven. Mm. The Raiders six and eight. They'll probably just it's have all, to win out and yeah. hope for losses. Type. It's really close. So, um, uh, another funny, funny game in Buffalo. Last week it was the snow game. This week it was the Jay Cutler visiting Buffalo. I don't know what to call that. I mean, what was it? Three interceptions or four interceptions? Three, three. And like, you, I really you, thought they would have you execute it an onside kick. 
needing the ball back, hoping for it, hoping for the opportunity. And on the first play of overtime, you throw an interception. And there was no receiver in the area. So it just makes you wonder, like, is he – does he not understand what's going on? Is there this much miscommunication going from coach to quarterback, quarterback to receiver? Why Jay Cutler? <laughs> you just start thinking about all these things. I didn't get a chance $10 to watch million the game, but I, no, I, yeah, I didn't was, really hear too much about it. I just heard it was Cutler being Cutler. Yeah. And it's sad that we know what that means, you know? And we knew what that meant before the season started, and so did the Dolphins. But... I guess Gase Cutler chemistry was too good to pass on, you know, to sign or call Kaepernick or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, it's a shame, but <laughs> the reality is they Cutler's not the star. I don't see Cutler as the starting quarterback for the Dolphins. It's yeah, still Tannehill. Not. Yeah, of course. Tannehill had a great year last year. The O line was healthy last year. Um, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it before. I don't think the Dolphins need to blow it up. They just need, yeah, they, they just need, need to sign Jarvis. Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, that's all they got to do. <laughs> resign Jarvis, make word. sure Rashad Jones never leaves. Kenyon Drake got to get a nice contract mm. too, because they'll they'll be able to use him. He's he's, a, he's really stepped up since they yeah. they traded the Jai. And that's what they were wondering. You know, Damian Williams hasn't given the production that they've expected from him, but Kenyon went Drake, down with the injury. Yeah, uh, I think he hurt his shoulder. But Kenny Drake, man, he stepped up. Big he's, he's like just another Bama running back getting on the scene. Yep. Um, another loss in Cleveland. And, okay, I started – I was watching this game a little bit. They had the ball at like the two-yard line. I'm talking about the Browns. And Deshaun Kaiser threw an interception. And that kind of gave me the, okay, yes. It's not It's not only just him being on the Browns. It's – it's the decision. It's ever. It's, it's, it's bad. Everything. It's bad. Now it was. It was bad. They had a chance to bring it to a one possession game, and on the one, they threw an interception. I saw this stat regarding the Browns about um, like their passing and rushing efic- um, efficiency versus like how often they pass the ball or how often they right. run the ball, and their their passing efficiency is so bad. It's actually the worst in the league, but they throw the ball. More than any other team in the league, wow. and when they run the ball, they're this. They have the sixth best, um, like rushing efficiency in the wow. NFL. But they don't. They, they don't, don't run. The they ball. don't run the ball. And when they do, it like these are stats you and wish they you got could Duke just show. And Crowell's you know what I'm saying? They, they just. It's I coaching. Started Duke. It's co- Man. It is coaching, and I mean Duke's Jackson, a top fourteen running back in fantasy. Yeah, Duke, Duke's but, a baller. But he just, catch, he just catches the damn ball. He, they don't baller. let him carry the damn thing. If you found a right fit, you know, yo, Duke Johnson in Seattle. Eh. Bruh. Imagine just Russ checking it down to him. You know what I mean? Um, Duke Johnson in Carolina. <laughs> Speaking of Carolina, Cam Newton's playing MVP yeah, football yeah. right now. Speaking of Carolina. You like that? Oh. In the AFC South, Jacksonville put a whooping on the Texans and established themselves in the playoffs this year. That's what they did with to me with that one because regardless well, of JJ Watt going they down, they with that one. Yeah, regardless of JJ Watt going down, regardless of Whitney, uh, Whitney Merciless going down, 
regardless of Deshaun Watson going down, the Texans still they still had, had a good work. defense. They, I mean, yeah, but I'm saying they still have a good defense. It's mm-hmm. solid. And as far as offense, I understand going against one of the better defenses in the league. You're not going to you know have a great game with Tom Savage at the helm too. Um, but 45 points. 45-7. That that's what the score was. Mm-hmm. And Houston Houston hasn't lost to Jacksonville that bad. I don't remember the last time. And I don't remember the Jadavion last time Jacksonville Clowney had the nerve to call Blake Bortles trash after after the game. He did? Oh yeah, he was like I don't understand how he beat us or something like that. And if they did, he just said he's trash. Bortles is trash. Wow. And Blake Bortles said if that's trash, then I'm trash. <laughs> if, that's, if that's playing trash, then I'm trash. Then I'm trash. Bro, let me tell you right now. Blake Blizzy. Jacksonville, they have a shot of fucking making the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right I now. I mean, I just. They have the most dangerous defense in the league. They got. The offense is rolling. Obviously, Fournette rolling. is one of the best running backs. Bortles is on fire the past So here this. Now. The defense will carry them. All you need is an elite defense and an elite running back. So say, say you know they get past New England, right? Bro, Brady doesn't oh, want wow. those problems. All right, all right. So Brady didn't. He didn't want them. He didn't. He didn't have to deal with them. I'm hopping they on lost. the Saxonville bandwagon. Right? Now that's my AFC. Now championship. say AFC championship comes down to Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They already beat I, Pittsburgh. Come on, how was Big Ben playing? Come on. He threw five picks. Okay. He threw five picks okay. against Jacksonville. Okay, but come on. He's throwing five more. You're crazy. They play again. You're crazy. I, I don't see them. Pittsburgh's rolling. You want to talk about a team that's rolling right now? They were robbed of a win. And had they won that game, that would have, one, gave them home field throughout the playoffs. Two, it would have solidified the fact that they can beat New England with Gronkowski playing. It would have solidified the fact that they are the better team they than New England right now. They should have won that game. Technically, to me, they won that game, and they won that game without Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So, Martavis Bryant, who Ben Roethlisberger said he had to step up and thought he would be an X factor in this game, was he's um, not cooking anybody on that Jacksonville D. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I think Antonio Brown can cook on the Jacksonville D. He could. I just don't. Le'Veon think could you cook. Don't, I don't think you have to cook. I think that Big Ben has to have a good game and and just move the ball. Just just get the ball up downfield. James James what's his name? James Hanna? Who? The tight end. Oh, it's uh Jesse James. Jesse like, James like Team Rocket. James Hanna. Who is it? That's in like Team Rocket from well, Pokemon. Jesse, Jesse James. James. James Hanna was a uh, Ravens tight end, I think. Anyways, Jesse James clutch. He had the game winning catch. But the way yeah. the NFL rules. You know that catch rule. Dez didn't catch it though. Nice. <laughs> Dez ain't Dez ain't catch shit. So yeah, New England basically just told everybody that they're gonna get home field throughout the playoffs, and uh, we'll see you in the AFC Championship in Foxborough. Good luck. Right? Fair enough. Um, a team that hurt their chances at the playoffs and now are probably over. Tennessee Titans uh, took on. Jimmy G. Yeah, I don't know what to call them. And the 49ers. And not the 49ers. These are the Jimmy Gers. <laughs> Jimmy Gers. <laughs> not Bro. the Jimmy Gers, the Jimmy Gers. And 
and they beat Tennessee at home. I don't want to say I I told you guys so, but say it. all I'm saying is Jimmy, I told you Jimmy so. G's undefeated. Yo, since, since as a starting quarterback, right. and he's undefeated since he since <laughs> they put him in. Right, in and he threw Fran. for 381 yards against Tennessee. And Marquise Goodwin had 10 catches for 114 yards. It's because they're actually using Marquise Goodwin as an actual wide receiver. There we go. They're not just making him run down the field. He's actually running routes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty excited, actually. I want to get into these one reason why. And the reason I want to get into them right now is because we're, we're thinking about last week. We're fresh off of, you know, we, we know what the NFL is looking like by this point. So in our quickest manner, we got a full slate of games, actually. Like, I feel like. They just added four teams to the NFL. Mm. <laughs> but we got two Monday. Oh, yeah. Two, two Saturday games. Uh, we got a full day of Christmas Eve football. And then Damn, there's one, no, there's two Monday no, night matchups. No Sunday night this week. I just, I just noticed right. that. No Sunday night. Right. Oh, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, Spanish people wouldn't be able to watch it. <laughs> so yeah, good thing there's no Sunday night football. Um, we're gonna kick it off on Saturday with a game that I'm not gonna be happy watching. Indianapolis has to go to Baltimore and try to beat the Ravens, who are rolling right now. Their little ignited light got put out by the Colts. I mean, excuse me, by the Steelers. But I think that they found another place to strike right here, Indianapolis at home, uh, day before Christmas Eve, national TV. So my one reason why I think Baltimore is going to beat the Indianapolis Colts is because their defense is, is too good. Yeah. I think we can both agree that's, with that. I, I mean, yeah, that's I just much. We have trouble moving the ball up and down the field sometimes versus you know, these teams. That pretty I wouldn't much be able unanimous to exactly. on that one. Um, then we'll go. Wow, it's funny. I didn't realize that both of our teams played on Saturday. Yeah, we got we got to just get the losses out of the way right? early. <laughs> we don't have to like. Well, I'm you know you're Jewish, so well, I'm sure you still celebrate Christmas in some type of way. Yeah, um, we do. We do. You know, Sunday, Christmas Eve, we won't have to you know worry about being upset with our family. Yeah. Because of a game, we already know that they're gonna lose. So let them lose Saturday. Off that eggnog in the corner. <laughs> Crying. (laughs) Um, Minnesota travels to Green Bay and is favored for the first time. You just told me the stat. Since the year 2000. Against Green Bay. At home. Yeah. It's going to be at Lambeau. On NBC. Saturday night football. Sounds so weird. Sounds like a college football game. But it's in the oldest stadium in football. In the NFL, yeah. Um, Well, I'm taking Minnesota. It pains me to say it, but I got to do it. Um, the defense. Wow. <laughs> the defense. It, Minnesota's defense. They. It's. It's too elite. And I think so. We're just. We're throwing the back. We're throwing Hunley at him again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. See, in this game, you're throwing Hunley like to the wolves. You know, in this game, in a sense. I mean, maybe it'll be. A game like how we played against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh maybe there's but a chance. But I don't know. I don't think he had. I don't think it's gonna flow. So yeah, like I said, I'm gonna agree with you. I mean, I'll, I have to see how how Brett plays when the playbook is actually. But you know, like he's not just thrown into it like he was in week right, five. Right, right. No, but it's like 
you know, come Six, out our, our guys back, and it's like, all right, he lost. You know, we're, yeah. We're oh, he's back. Out. Never so, mind. <laughs> so yeah, just come back and try to win again. It's it's a flow. You know, had he played last week versus Carolina, I think you know you guys would have lost as well. But it would have been a better game. It wouldn't have been three interceptions. You know. Yeah. So we would have actually ran the ball. Exactly. Um, Cleveland at Chicago to kick things off. Christmas Eve, one o'clock games. I go Chicago. Um, I think that they're just the better team. They're they're more dominant on both sides of the ball compared to the Browns, which mm-hmm. everybody in the league obviously is. I'm taking Chicago. I think they're going to complete their sweep of the AFC North. Right. And even in the next game, I think Detroit is going to complete the sweep of the Bengals not beating anybody in the <laughs> NFC North. Everybody beat the Bengals That's this funny. year. That's funny. Everybody got that ass. Everybody beat the Bengals. Everybody beat the Browns. That's what I like to see. Yeah, I think Detroit goes to Cincinnati, and um, Matthew Stafford puts on a little little show for Christmas yeah. Eve. Since he's like just limping around, they're just waiting for waiting the for the season. season to come. Yeah, yeah. Los Angeles has to travel to Tennessee. It's going to be nice and chilly outside, um, but I think Los Angeles just has the more complete team, and. The way that they played on Sunday showed me that they're just rolling right now. Tennessee just came off of a loss versus um, Jimmy G. So I think Jared Goff will light them up. Yeah. Los Angeles' offense is way too strong right now. The defense is way too strong. It's the team in general. The team's just Mm -hmm. way too strong. Uh, Tennessee literally has like a 0% chance to win this game. (laughs) Uh, interesting game here, Miami at Kansas City. And the reason I think it's interesting is because Miami obviously up and down year, more downs and ups, but they still have a good team. They still have a solid team that can win games, that can play good, you know, not when they want to, but when, when they do, they do, you know, when they're on their own. And Kansas City has a team where underachieve, they, they, they underachieve. Yeah, they came out, you know, fire. They came out hot. And they just cooled it down. They they literally went cold for a span of what six weeks, I think. And last week, like we were saying earlier, you know, they showed up and they showed that they are playoff capable and can win in the playoffs with mm-hmm. with the roster they have and how they can all come together and play when Andy Reid, I don't know, got enough sleep the night before. But <laughs> uh, I think. On a Friday night, he gets more sleep than when he does Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So playing Saturday helped that. But I I think Miami goes to Kansas City, you know, hungry. I just don't think they come out with the win because I think Kareem Hunt – it's going to be cold outside. And I think Kareem Hunt's going to have his way tiring that defense. Yeah. He's been pretty good right now. They've just got too many weapons and they turn it on, it seems like, whenever they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, can't, Buffalo, you can't, you can't trust the Dolphins. Buffalo's going to go to Foxborough, and we all know how Foxborough gets popping, how Brady plays in December, especially against Buffalo. Against the other teams in the AFC, AFC East, East who have the pleasure of getting whooped twice a year by Brady every season. Yeah. So I'm going to go New England, I think. Last week, with the way they won the game, is going to bring them out with a lot of momentum. Um, and that's just – that's my opinion. I'm looking for a couple of fights to break out in this one. Yeah? 
I think uh, Tredavious White. Someone's, someone's gonna light Gronk up. Mm. I'd like to see that. Mm. His punk ass. Okay, so we have a big NFC South matchup here. Atlanta goes to New Orleans. If Atlanta wants to make the playoffs, they have to win this game. Um, They're not going to. I don't think New Orleans has to win this game. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. If they want a chance to win the the division, because well, yeah, Carolina's right. They're they're tied. They're both ten and four. Right. So New Orleans being at home, I think one that's that's a significant reason for my thinking. But mm-hmm. another reason is Alvin Kamara. You know, I teams haven't been able to stop him. No. When he's healthy, he's balling. When he's when he wasn't in, you know, Saints didn't play as good. He's in. He's full strength. Mark Ingram is playing one of his best years of his career. It's another one of those Bama running backs. They both made the and Pro Bowl, him and Kamara. Over 1,000 yards each. Atlanta's defense kind of struggled against Tampa Bay. Yeah. And they, they, didn't even have, they didn't even have Doug Martin. So, yeah, I think Devontae Freeman has another big game, but New Orleans goes ahead and pulls this out. Um. Los Angeles is going to go to the Meadowlands and play the Jets in MetLife. Coming off of a two, coming off of tough losses. Well, the the Chargers, you know, they three interceptions and struggled all night really trying to get the ball moving. Keenan Allen didn't have a good game. He was on fire for a couple weeks. New York, on the other hand, was playing really good football, obviously, until Joshua Cowan got hurt. Yeah. Um, Hurts their chances every week now because you don't know what to expect from the quarterback position. They played a pretty good game in New Orleans, kept it close for a while, but New Orleans pulled away. I think that Los Angeles felt the smack in the mouth from a divisional opponent in Kansas City and just is coming out coming out firing versus the Jets. Their defense is too elite for Bryce, Bryce Petty. Petty. Oh. Yeah, that's a good reason. That's my one. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. <laughs> Denver goes to... Washington, and they are going to play in Landover, Maryland, actually. So it's like if I would have said they played in New York, but they played in New Jersey. So, you know, that type of bullshit. Like, the, like the Miami Dolphins, they play in, they play in Miami Gardens, not Miami. Bra- Broward, Broward Dade. <laughs> they play in Miramar. Let's be real. <laughs> right? They play, in Miramar, they play on Miramar Parkway and University. Right. County Line Road. We know where they play. Anyway. Playing Pembroke Pines. <laughs> it's um, like sunrise. <laughs> I don't know who the. F- I don't even give half a shit about this fucking game. Yeah, this Denver is like Washington. This is two garbage teams. Although, yeah, what if Kirk gonna, Cousins look at goes that. to Denver next year? Thirty-four hundred and eleven tickets available still from five dollars to get into that game. Might just stop there. You could get. Up. You could go to this game, or you could go to McDonald's and get two Big Macs for five or bucks, pick two. Or, or twenty nuggets on Uber Eats. Word. Or Coco Uber. Or you get to watch Brock Osweiler. <laughs> Versus Kirk Cousins, who's not going to play in Washington next year. Kirk Cousins is going to Denver next year. Yo. So we're watching Kirk Cousins play against his... And Eli's going to Jacksonville. It's like a practice right here. It's going to be like Kirk Cousins in practice playing against... Or Cousins goes to Jacksonville. That would or be Eli goes to Jacksonville. Hopefully to be Cousins. reunited with uh, Cousins. Tom Coughlin. Go to Jacksonville, that'd be nasty. Anyways, we don't care about the game. We're not going to even make a pick. I think the better $5. team out of those trash teams is going to win because they're the better team out of the trash teams. I pay that for Apple Music. <laughs> That's my Apple Music payment. Tampa Bay goes to Carolina. Uh, Tampa Bay has been getting penetrated from the behind by their <laughs> NFC South uh, opponents. 
division rivals. Carolina is going to stick it to him again. Oh Cam my Newton. Goodness. Cam Newton's looking like Super Cam. Goddamn Super Cam. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, not much more else to say about that. Jacksonville at San Francisco. Big game. Oh. Wasn't expected. Why is this game so enticing? It's Jimmy like- G versus Saxonville at home. Ooh, the weather's going to be so nice on this Christmas Eve. I got to watch this game. Yo, I, don't I know wasn't what- aware of this one. <clears throat> and I think that... you Can Jimmy G pull up the upset? They're like, bro, we need a pick. Why I, don't, guys- I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. I don't I'm, think I'm the offensive Jack- line is ready for it. You know, I think Jimmy G is ready for it. I don't think that offensive line. I say Jalen Ramsey gets an interception. Big game. Yeah. Big game. Let's go. Let's go, Jalen. I gotta go Jacksonville because I'd pick. I'd probably pick Jacksonville against ninety nine percent of teams in the NFL right now. Yeah. Sorry, Jimmy. I had faith in you. I, I called it that you'd be undefeated up to this point, but. I forgot these motherfuckers played Jacksonville this year. <laughs> I just, I forgot. Side note. Shout out to Wofford University for tapping that ass on North Carolina. Fletcher McGee. Fletcher McGee. Fletcher. How you what let, did we call him? The white Dwayne Wade? Yeah, number three. How you, let a, how you let a white boy named Fletcher drop 27 on you when you were the 26-point favorites? Nasty. So... If Fletcher didn't play, technically they'd be right. Because that's 27 points off, off the board right there. Yeah, I mean, but come on, bro. If if, if LeBron Fletcher didn't play, was, if Kyrie didn't play, if blank, blank, blank. Thing. He looked like me at the park. He man. was hitting shots, pulling up. Anyways, let's get back to this one reason why. We got Fletcher. Seattle uh, Fletcher. Legion of Doom. <laughs> See, I was about to get that ass tapped. Zeke is back. Zeke is back playing Dallas in Dallas. No Tyron Smith. We just saw Gurley drop four TDs on them. I think Zeke has a pretty uh, nice game. I don't think he has a great game. He's going to be a little rusty from coming back full speed. Um, Seattle's going to lose. I think Dallas knows their playoff hopes are on the line. They have to win out. And this game just means more to them. I think they're going to be fucking pumped having Zeke back. They came off of a big win last week versus Oakland. Mm -hmm. And... Obviously, we saw how Derek Carr fumbled into the end zone on one on the last on mm-hmm. one of the last plays of the game when he had a chance to go out of bounds, um, you know, first down, two timeouts, take it from the one, take, and just yeah. slant to Cooper. Or I don't know if Cooper was playing actually, or but, throw it to Crabtree, or just just something else, not fumble out the end zone. So I think that, like I said, Dallas comes out victorious here versus Seattle. Um, and then the last game on Christmas Eve we're going to leave you with is another trash matchup. <laughs> the New York Giants versus the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to win uh, because they're at home. <laughs> Buda Baker, one of the only four rookies to make the Pro Bowl. Mm. Monday night. That's, that's not my one reason. I don't, I don't yeah, know. You don't need one. I just like his name. <laughs> Buda Baker. Buda Baker. And lit. Monday night, Christmas Day, 4 p.m., 4.30 actually, on NBC, Pittsburgh at Houston. After seeing what Jacksonville did to Houston and after seeing Pittsburgh's defense and how they played 
pretty well against Brady, I'd say. Just got to um, stick a fork in Houston because I think that oh, they're done. Pittsburgh, yeah, they give a Merry Christmas to the fans back home in PA. And to wrap things up, on ESPN at 8.30 in Philadelphia, Lincoln Financial Field, tickets still available. Oakland travels to Philadelphia to take on I'm taking the Philly. Eagles. Nick Foles. I'm taking Philly because it's Philly. In Philly. And I'm not taking Oakland because it's Oakland. Okay. I'm going to take Philly because I think their offense is just – you know, a firepower right now. And Oakland hasn't figured it out all year. They, they've they been on this up and down, not not sure. They're like so It's looking uncertain. like a Belichick system. Like Brady goes down, you put Jimmy Garoppolo in. Yeah, he right? starts winning games. Just ball, J- or, Jacoby or he goes down and then Jacoby Brissett comes in. He's winning games. So It's like Wentz goes down, you put Foles in, he's winning games. Exactly. So it, I like yeah. that. Oh. So, yeah, that's our one reason why uh, NFL is pretty fun to talk about. But I know that a couple things this week did happen in the NBA world that we wanted to shine some light on as well. I wanted to start off with that Giannis versus LeBron matchup mm-hmm. earlier this week. I think that was yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. I saw was a stat. Tuesday. It was Tuesday, technically. But. <clears throat> I saw a stat that Giannis this season is the only player – Ever to average thirty-five and five against LeBron in a season. Nice. I never. think they play each other. One, one player. No, they don't play. I don't. One player's never done that against LeBron in a season. Wow. Pretty cool stat. Not even Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Not even Kobe. Not even Kobe couldn't. Kobe. You guys think Kobe was good? Check out this Giannis kid. No, I'm just kidding. But they, they oh, play they, again oh, in Cleveland. Play. Yeah, but they play in Cleveland on God March damn, 19th. Eight months. Yeah, right. Um, and it's probably going to be a, well, no, March. It'll probably be a meaningful game, actually. And the Bucks will be trying to fight for their highest available playoff spot. Um, we just saw Giannis basically hit a game winner in LeBron's face pretty nasty like to be this kid that was like a nobody a couple years ago you know and to have obviously everybody talking about you this year and and hyping you up to be this but showing that you are this man was in the mvp talk from the jump right when the season started right when the gates opened this is he's living his dream you know and Dwayne wade actually brought the Cavs back in this game i was watching it and they were down 17 and Dwayne Wade hit a couple threes and a couple shots to get them back in the game. LeBron was super hype on the bench. And it just, it was entertaining. It was entertaining to the final buzzer. It was, you know, 119, 116 was the outcome, obviously. And good game. Eric Bledsoe, nasty. Good pickup. What if D Wade wins six man of the year this year? Hits lit. That would be that would be dope as hell. He got a ways to go though. He's got a ways yeah, to go. Yeah, I mean he's he's been playing very well off the bench. He has, he has, he has. He he facilitates the Cavs second unit. Yep, point guard. Yeah, he just knows. Shout out to D Wade, man. 
missed you. We miss you. We miss you. Come back. <laughs> Come back and lead our second unit. I missed you, Wade. <clears throat> Kyle Kuzma versus Houston. James Kuz. Harden versus the Kuz. Lakers. It's so crazy that on the day Kyle Kuzma has his career high, what do you have, 38 points? Yeah. James Harden goes for 51. He's like, you know, James Harden took the L, but he's like, listen, you're going to ball out in my home court. (laughs) Y'all got that L. You're going to ball out in my home court. I'm going to ball out in my home court. So it was one of those deals. But he gave he gave them the work Kyle Kuzma did, and, and the Lakers came out victorious. Mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball dropped like sixteen. They yeah, spoiled that, uh, that that win streak the Rockets had. Chris Paul got hurt. Once Chris Paul goes out, I was telling you earlier, and I it's I, I seriously mean this. The price of having a great player, one of the best point guards in the league, like Chris Paul, is his health. And you know you pay him all this money, you expect they fucking traded. Half their team for him. You expect this, this you know, winning chemistry to come up, and it does. Fourteen straight. Look at that. Since he came back from injury, but he came back from injury. He was hurt at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and now he's hurt again. He's hurt again now. We're like thirty games in. Now, okay, he can come back. Already. So he plays another forty games. Um, playoff time. Is he going to be one hundred percent? Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be the same Chris Paul that led? This run, you know what I mean, of fourteen games, and fourteen games is not a, you know, it's not a five game win streak, it's not a ten game win streak, it's almost a twenty game win streak. So you have to worry about the Rockets and their backup plan or lack their. How do you say that? Lack, lack, lack thereof. Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll fucking use that term. This is an English class, right? But what you thought? But anyways, seriously, um, they they got to figure it out. Another team that needs to figure it out, Oklahoma City. Well, they beat my brother's uh, Jazz tonight, and they're actually above five hundred now. They're at six. They're sixteen and fifteen. So are the Heat. We beat Boston <laughs> because that's what the Heat. That's what the Heat does. What do we What do we do? We lose to Atlanta with eight players, and then travel to Boston and beat Boston in Boston with those same eight players. That's just that's Miami Heat basketball. You lose to the worst, and you beat the best. That's what that's, it is. That's how it is. Get with it or get lost. Hell yeah. Push. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprisingly, surprisingly, Toronto has been playing. Very good basketball. Second in the East at 21 and 8. Better record than, um, well, better, lower losses than Cleveland. Less losses than Cleveland. But, you know, second in the East. And they're literally just silently playing good basketball. I don't know how to say it. Like, in in their last 10 games, they're 9 and 1. So, <laughs> you know, Cleveland's eight and two in their last ten games, and Boston is six and four in the last ten games. Boston has been playing Boston's the ass. best basketball, and he they are, but they've been playing the best. <laughs> they, they're ass, but they've just been playing good basketball. Yeah, and you know, we're not nobody's talking about Toronto. I just don't care for them. It 
Me either. I know better than to talk about Toronto, personally, as a fan of the game. Because Definitely. it doesn't matter what they do, they will not do anything in the East. Right. That's the reality It's of just it. one of those things that, like, literally, they're the two-seed. Like, they're usually sitting at, you know, 3-4, you know, flopping 3-4, mm-hmm. 3-4. Three, four, three, four. They're literally sitting at the two-seed. And Cleveland has been playing really good. So for, you know, as yeah. of late, and LeBron is they were like off. eight. They like won eighteen of their last nineteen not too long ago. So yeah, LeBron had three straight. They had won what ten, twelve straight or something like that. Some shit. I don't know. So there's that, and um, I wanted to talk about the Christmas Day games because I know that obviously this is going to be Saturday. Uh, you know, you guys are listening today. It's Saturday, and it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. NBA has a full slate of games for us, and it starts off at 12 with Philadelphia versus New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid should be back for this game, they said. Um, hopefully he is. You know, everybody wants to see this game because him versus Porzingis. And Joel Embiid has not played since uh, Russ told him to go home after that triple overtime win. Or did... He, he went home. <laughs> <laughs> did he went home? Did Ben Simmons make his debut in the Garden yet? I'm gonna say no, because I feel like if he did already, it would have been. Bigger. I would have heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it would have been, and it would have been a, a lot bigger. Beer. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I presumably this is Ben Simmons' Madison Square Garden debut. Fucking, and I'm pretty excited MSG for it. coming out party, right? Um, triple double, triple double. I don't think they've even played the Knicks. They well. Well, they're in the same division. They, yeah, they I think the they have. Yeah, I think they have. I'm sure they have, but um, they might not have actually. Oh shit! No, they haven't. So, no, they play them three times this year, and this is the first time. I guess they set it up perfectly, you know. Knicks at home versus Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid making mm-hmm. their MSG debut. So, so that's gonna be a fun one. That's to start gonna, the day. exactly. So that and that's just the start, is what I was gonna say. Um, moving on at 3 o'clock, the next game is going to be a Stephen curry this Warriors. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> Versus about the Warriors. an Isaiah Thomas-less uh, Cavs. <clears throat> but, I mean, obviously that's been the story. Which, good news, he said he might, you know, come back as early as next week. Hopefully returning as the same player he was in Boston last year. Um, but I think Cleveland... Goes to Golden State and loses this game. I think you know last year they 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 got out of Cleveland with a game winner by Kyrie. Mm-hmm. We all remember that. And I think that, I mean, I know it's going to be a challenge without Curry. That's what I'm kind of concerned with. But I think if Durant owns this game and Thompson has a solid game, Draymond you know should have a solid game. He always plays good versus Cleveland. Um, yeah, I think the Warriors should come out of this one victorious and be fine. Um, then they give us Washington versus Boston. I don't like watching Washington. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Bradley Beal's a baller. John Wall's my guy, but everybody else, I, is yeah, it's just it's literally trash. so whack. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a big Heat fan, but I think Washington it's, I think so it's Washington Gortat's whack, weak <laughs> ass mohawk. mohawk. That shit is weak as fuck. It's whack as hell. Just mm. shave it. Just coming for your neck, boy. Actually coming for the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyrie Irving's gonna drop forty eight on y'all boys <clears throat> on Christmas Day and give y'all a Christmas present. Mm. That 
Christmas present is going to be at 8 o'clock. Y'all got to wear that L. <laughs> at 8 o'clock, uh, Houston goes to Oklahoma City to play a <clears throat> lost Thunder team. And Houston will be coming off of uh, a 14-game win streak. Obviously not trying to extend it, but they just got it ended, as I mentioned. Um, they're playing really good right now. So I think they just take all that momentum in that OKC and shut that shit. Down. Um, and then we get Minnesota versus the Lakers. A weird matchup. To end the night. It is a weird matchup. Um, <clears throat> a weird game. No Brooke Lopez. Uh, Kyle Kuz might go off again. We never know. He's leading the Lakers in scoring with 17 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, Brandon Ingram has a good game. I want to see everybody ball. It's Christmas Day. I don't yeah. care who wins what. That one should be a good one, though. That should be a fun one, yes. Uh I was watching a video, um, Jabari Parker working out, and he's back with the G League now, with the Wisconsin Herd, mm. which is the affiliate for the Bucks, obviously. Yeah, they the same. And they got the same logo. They're looking for the him to. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's weird, but it's the G League. I mean, it's their team, yeah. so why not? But um, yeah, they're trying to. Have him come back soon. And, I mean, that's nasty. Jabari Parker, everybody forgot about him. You know, obviously his health didn't help that. But I thought he would have been traded by now, to be honest with you. Yes, but I feel like... There was just a bunch of rumors flying around. I feel like they just um, realized how good of a player he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just adds more length, adds more size, adds depth, adds... a, a. a good defending, you know, usage player, a person that can hit an open shot, drive into the lane. So why not? And he's twenty-two years old, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. He's still he's, young. It's crazy. So there was that, and um, he's uh, 2015 with Wiggins, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, Isaiah Thomas hopes to play. With it's gonna be as exciting as next when, week. when he comes back. Oh yeah. Cleveland. Oh yeah. I want to see. I miss. How I miss seeing little it dominate. Balling. Yeah. By this time last year, he was like top three All Star pick. Mm-hmm. You know. So we need to see Isaiah Thomas get back in mid season form real quick because the Cavs do need it. Um, going on that after All Star break stretch, it's always tough. Normally. Good teams can pull through after the All-Star break. Don't make nothing of it. You know, continue playing good basketball. But it's going to be the Cavs figuring out how they can – I mean, it's not how they can install Isaiah Thomas. You know what Isaiah Thomas gives you, you know, and you know what he can do for you. It's just are you guys going to be able to use him in the right ways and are you guys going to be able to, in a sense, appreciate, you know, because Isaiah Thomas – is a one-of-a-kind player in the sense of creating his own, his own shot, you know, driving to the lane and making those tough layups mm-hmm. and and holding the ball, you know what I mean? He's a ball handler, and he, he holds that to the shot clock is at four, you know what I mean? So we have to see how him and LeBron are going to play off of each other, him and Kevin Love, everybody. And it's going to be fun, like you said. So there was some funny NBA news. Mm-hmm. Um, where Charlie Villanueva 
got his toilet stolen. I saw that. Yeah. I saw it on Twitter. That was pretty funny. How do you steal a man's toilet? And only one toilet. Like, I would have took both toilets. But how do you steal a toilet? How long did it take that person to go in the room? Were, like, the, the, the robber was probably, like, paranoid. Somebody might come home or an alarm gets set off or something. And he's just probably down there like a plumber. Just... Why a Where did you put that? Like, what? I don't understand. Why so many toilet? questions. Why? Why That's Dallas, Texas for you. That was in Dallas. So, Villanueva, I feel your pain. I'd be mad if I got home and had to take a shit and somebody stole my toilet. You got shit on the floor. <laughs> right in the hole where the toilet goes. <laughs> Clean it up later. You got to get um, those pee-pee pads from when you were potty training your dog. Just, <laughs> just do your thing on that. And then wipe with throw, it. Throw that no, shit out. Just... <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. Other NBA wacky news. Um, Enos Cantor uh, is facing years in prison <laughs> because of his tweets and because of the, the nice things he has to say about his uh, political leader in Turkey. Right. That he doesn't accept, which... I am not going to say anything. I don't want to face any jail time. I don't know the guy. I'm going to let uh, Enos Cantor continue to He's the fucking shine the scum light. of the earth. That's who. His name, like, I don't even know what the dude's name is. It starts with an E. Yeah, it's, a, long, just, it's a weird name. Like, Edgergon or some shit like that. But he's a fucking piece of shit. Cantor's hilarious. He's I the love, Hitler of our century. Yep, I cool. love Enos Cantor. Um, Donald Trump is a bitch because he let this dude... Uh, from Turkey, come here, and his bodyguards were assaulting American citizens on American soil, and Trump didn't do shit about it. Uh, he's a bitch. This dude's a bitch. Uh, I think they said Cantor's facing four years in in a Turkish prison, and he was like, "That's it." Yeah. For all the shit I said. Yeah. He was like, "All the shit I talked to, it's y'all only gonna give me four, four years. years." That's whack, bro. I I love Cantor. That's why the Knicks are playing so good right now. I mean, he's a hard not soul. to mention. Yeah, I was just about he's to say not to mention he's such team. a good fit for this Knicks team. Oh yeah, for New York, you and know what I mean. I'm, I'm really happy to see him succeed like this. So, um, yeah, I mean, we got a lot going on right now. It's 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 beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> it's it's about to be. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm hopefully gonna see snow. Yeah, you will def you'll definitely see snow. I'm about to be um, up in the mountains. My dog's going to where the Poconos. Yeah, I mean, right now for all the listeners, I'm currently in Pennsylvania as we speak. Ha ha ha! Freezing my butt off. Mm. But technically speaking, I'm still down here in South Florida. I make my yeah. make my commute uh, Friday morning. Wish me luck. Now, yeah. wish me luck, Danny. I wish you luck. Oh, thanks, thanks. I, don't, don't, you don't have to. <laughs> no, but uh, um, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, I hope everybody's just enjoying their holiday season with their family and those who, you know, appreciate them and their company. Um, appreciate you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. You know what I mean? If Whether you're traveling with your family or, or you got some free time and you sitting on the couch, you know, doing nothing or whatever the case may be. We got listeners from Germany, listeners from UK, 
Which is dope. And, you know, mad different countries. We had a listener from Egypt. Like, does he even know what we're saying, bro? It's oh. just like hieroglyphics <laughs> to him, what hieroglyphics is to us. But um, not yet. That was my that was my little appreciation uh, holiday. But um, back to this sports podcast. I know that we should get into our favorite thing we saw this week and our least favorite thing we saw this week. And I kind of wanted to lead that. Did Justin give us a question? You almost made me ignore Justin. Damn. But it takes two. You see why it takes two? Because when one, you know, doesn't fully have it all there, the other steps in and mentions that. Justin actually... About to hit him up right now? <laughs> nah, he actually had two questions for us. I just hey, totally hey, forgot. <laughs> you got, got a question? <laughs> yo, yo, I know it's late. <laughs> I know it's late. <laughs> I'm in the studio. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So... Uh, you know, just here, just the homies, baby. He actually had one question. <clears throat> he Ooh, said... Outro. But it was a... Right? He said it was a... It's a two-part question. So, in the NBA, which team has surprised you with how good they're playing, and which team has surprised you with how poorly they're playing? I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead. And... Well, that second part <laughs> is painfully obvious, mm. and I know what Justin wants me to say. He right? wants me to say Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City is who's been very, very underwhelming right now while they're working out all these chemistry kinks or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. We dealt um, with that in Miami, and honestly, I know. I know them boys went there to play with Russ, but Russ has got to learn to uh, pass the ball. I know the position's called point guard, <laughs> and that means he's got to be out there getting points, but he's got to play pass guard right? <laughs> and pass the damn ball, especially when Melo's feeling it, when PG's feeling it. You've got two other all-stars on this team. Right. Um, two other are like all-NBA players. Um. I mean that that's really like the team you it, feel. It's like I it, mean it's yeah, like you said. It's I obvious. see it as, as as it falls on Russ because he's the leader of this team. But, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, trying he takes to, it. No, he takes yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I'm not trying to bash him or anything. He I'm just, it. If like it's it's just it's uh, it's obvious yeah. what what needs to change. Um, obviously, like obviously after tonight, right now they are above. 500 for the first time since halloween yeah since halloween like the first week of the season or first right. two weeks of the season so um hopefully they, they can hopefully they can keep that up they one and oh right. <laughs> um so who's the team that is surprising you with how well they're playing honestly <clears throat> i'm gonna give a shout out to ant and I might have to go with the Knicks. Okay. I might have to go with the Knicks. I was not expecting them to be above 500 at this point or at any point this season. Okay. Um, Porzingis is playing like an MVP candidate. Cantor came in there after the mellow trade, and he looks like he really belongs. Yeah. Um, the rookie, Nilakina, he's a stud, and he's young as hell. And Phil Jackson... Really, he picked a good one over there. Um, they still got the, like Courtney Lee, Jared Jack, all right. those guys. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They're just the the Knicks look good. They're a playoff team right now. Yeah. Um, and if it continues, then it'd be kind of cool having the Knicks back in the playoffs. I think it's it's cool when historic franchises like that right. have success. Right. Me personally, as a fan 
of the game itself. That's what I like to see. So I might, I'll probably, I probably have to go to Knicks. If, if my runner-up would probably be Detroit. Um, but nice. just, um, I'd probably, I'm going Knicks. Yeah. To to go on with that, I don't want to obviously use the same teams you were going to use. I know that it it is the most surprising team that is playing this bad is Oklahoma City. Yeah, it, you know, yeah. It, it's that's that's just like okay, we know that. You know what I mean? But another team that is playing poorly that, you know, I really wasn't expecting them to come in and play so poorly is the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming into the year, Blake Griffin. I mean, they started the year phenomenally. Mm-hmm. And I know they lost Patrick Beverly, which was big for them. They lost because they just lost Gallinari too. Another but that was literally today, I believe. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Beverly was about a month and a half. What about a month and a half ago already? Now, um, but even before Patrick Beverly's injury, they started off like I said. They started off the season hot, and they have Lou Williams. They have Blake Griffin. They have Gallinari up until today. They have DeAndre Jordan. They got this guy from overseas. Mm-hmm. The, they got Rookie like, Rubio's older uncle. Yeah. Um, and they got a uh, Wesley Johnson, I believe, still. And he's, you know, just guys that are that are doing their thing. Lou will Austin Austin Rivers, you know, solid players, but they can't win. You know, they literally they are at home right now. They're playing, and they're six and seven at home, and they're five and eleven on the road. So they're just under five hundred at home. Well under 500 on the road, and they've lost seven out of their last ten. That tells me bad news. Doc Rivers, what's going on? You know, so and this is the first year of the uh, the Jerry West era too. Right. I thought I thought the Clippers were going to come out. And right. I know exactly what you mean. So and then for a team that surprising, it's surprising to me that they're playing this good. Um, it's another obvious reason, but. Or not reason, but team. I'm going to go with the Rockets. You know what I mean? And obviously the Celtics True. is another Rockets, team. Yeah. The Celtics are another team. And, you know, a team like the – I respect you for saying the Knicks because being over 500 at this point was not something that they were doing last year. You know, it's – and so we have to commend them on what they're doing. Right. You have to commend Porzingis for how well he's playing this year. And, you know, guys like Cantor, guys like Jared Jack is holding it down right now. You know what I mean? Beasley's – Bro, had a thirty-point game versus yeah. OKC, you know. So you can't ignore it. And I, I like I said, I appreciate. He's gonna you find his way back to Miami. <laughs> and as much as the Boston Celtics have surprised me with how well they're playing, I saw I saw a stat that the Boston Celtics, as well as they're playing right now, Kyrie Irving is the best player on the team and is, I think, fortieth in the league in usage. So they're playing really good team ball. You know what I mean? But like I said, the team that I'm most surprised with is Houston right now, Justin. Um, you know, at 25-4, and four, who would have thought they were, were going to take that 14-game win streak? Should have been 15. I mean, L.A. went in there and just outworked them, I think. I think they took them for granted. And Kuzma had a career night. But, um, you know, 14-2 and two in the West. Was not they're they're twelve and one on the road. 
and they're 13 and three at home. So when you see things like that, you wonder, you know, how the hell <laughs> one, mm-hmm. especially from last year being being you know the top top three team in the West all year, top four, top three team in the West all year. But the Warriors were so dominant, you know what I mean? And it, the Warriors are dominant this year. You know, they're 24 and 6. Don't let it fool you. But we've just come and got comfortable with it. So it just looks normal. Exactly. It just looks normal. And they're spoiling us right now. But Curry's not playing every night. Um, So it doesn't look as beautiful. But they're winning games because they're clearly just the better team every night. But this Rockets team right now versus this Warriors team right now without Curry, seven games, that's a toss-up. Yeah. You know? And obviously, Curry, you know, he'll be there in the Western Conference Championship if that were to be the case, um, you gotta assume CP would be back too. Exactly. And so healthy. that that that'd be really really fun to watch. That would be a this nice. Year. Uh, and I just hope that the Rockets do keep what they got going on mm-hmm. up. And I hope they get that number one seed in the West. Like that's what they should be shooting for. Number one seed in the West. Yeah. You know, like let's play the Warriors home court. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's what they really need to shoot for. And that's what teams need to realize that obviously it's hard. You know, you, you the Spurs are not, not so much the Spurs, but a team like Minnesota or a team like the Trailblazers or the Thunder, they're not going to shoot for the playoffs and, and you know, they're not going to aim for the most wins to get the number one spot. They're just trying to make the playoffs and, you know, hold it down. Go but the Rockets have a legit chance with the offense that they have to win more games than the Warriors. And, you know, the Warriors with maybe taking nights off and injuries down here and there, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, they just have a chance to be able to be the one seed this year. And I think that if they do, that'd be really important. You know, and and it'd be crucial to to how, if the Western Conference Finals was to pan out Warriors-Rockets, that'd be pretty big. You know what I mean? They go up 2-0 versus Golden State, which I don't know if they so much do that. But 1-1... It'd be like less pressure of the one one going home. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'd rather the one one. You'd rather the one one going home, but you already know that you've lost. You know, so I I don't know. I feel like having that one one to start the series off. Whatever, let's go. You know, play another game. Let's not lose back to back. Yeah. So that's all you got to do. Yeah. You can't drop two in a row to them. Exactly. So that that would be my answer to that question, which was a good one. Um, obviously it was Justin's. And another question we had was from Jake. Oh, shoot. It's 2.45. Shout out to Jake. Happy birthday, yeah. Jake. Little bro. My man. Uh, what is he like? He's 16. 11 now? Oh, 16. 16. Wow. The big one, six. Shout out to Jizzy Jake. Whoa. I know. <laughs> you call him Jizzy Jake. <laughs> the 16-year-old. Oh my, my, my mom's going to hear that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's been getting more involved. He's been listening to our, to our podcast. He's been, I was with him last night. He was talking be, to me about him. Better be in um, school. He's been, yeah, well, he's yeah, on break now. Getting grades. Yeah. Oh, my man's got like a 5.0 GPA right oh, now. He's no. killing it. Um, I'm very proud of him. Um, so what was the question? He asked us who are our top three coaches right now in the NBA. Ooh. Um, let's see. Spo, call it what you want, but I got it's Spoh. obvious that Coach Spolstra 
is a top coach in the NBA with what he did last year because we're bringing in last year has to come into effect Mm -hmm. and obviously the first part of this year so we're talking about I guess from last year going into this year what we've seen so far um I mean hasn't figured it out 100% yet but damn injuries keep plaguing us we're injured across the board we had eight players active the last couple of games and those have like 13 Rodney Magruder hasn't played a game this year. Okara White went down. Whiteside hasn't been playing consistently this year. Mm-hmm. That right there, you know, that's... Now we lost Dragic to our starting pieces. point guard. We lost Winslow with a sprained knee or whatever it yeah. was. So we're, 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 we're figuring it out and with what we have. we just beat the Celtics in Boston. Too. Exactly. Um, I'm going to give Spolstra one of those spots. Two, uh, I think you still have to go Steve Kerr. I think with what he's doing, what he's done the last couple of years with this team, controlling egos, controlling playtime, controlling um, the guys who don't play, controlling the finals, the playoffs. That's exactly what Spo did. Exactly. During the big three era. Exactly. That's like... It's life of a of a big time team coach, yeah. with with big time players. They've signed these. They just signed Curry to the biggest contract in history. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, mil. And, then, and then you got somebody like Kevin Durant who took a pay cut, a big one at that. You know, to make that possible. Yeah. So, so all this coming together is it's 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 awesome to awesome. see the selflessness. Yeah, and and Steve Kerr is like you know he's got that Pete Carroll vibe, you know, button down. Yeah. Open shirt, no tie, you know. Um, he's just he, Steve Kerr's a wholesome dude. He's too cool. He's too cool. And I love his views on, on in politics, <clears throat> especially especially now in in today's um, in today's yeah. society. Everything yeah. everything revolves around politics because you know who has to drag everything else into politics. Exactly. So we have no choice but to be involved in it. Exactly. When he's a, when he's attacking the NBA, he's attacking the NFL. Obviously, you've got you're gonna have coaches like Steve Kerr. You're gonna have people like Steve Kerr who voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And I literally agree with everything he says as a human person. <laughs> exactly. He's so, on point. This this third coach. Okay, so this is this is tough. This is tough, right? You how's have as a tough pop. No, it's that's tough. Your, that's your it, three. It is. It is. It is pop, and I'm gonna explain why. But I'm gonna okay. I'll explain why it's pop. You need like a like a wild like a dark horse. <laughs> yes and no. I mean, you look at Coach D'Antoni with what he's done in Houston. Yeah. And you look at Brad Stevens with what he's done in Boston. How do you just you give it to pop? But to me, the difference of why I'd go pop. Stevens, D'Antoni. So I'd go, well, I'd go Pop, Spo, and then who's my Kirk? Kirk. Because I'm giving Spo that. But anyway, and then I'm going to put Stevens, D'Antoni. 
Stevens and D'Antoni are like 4A. Exactly. 4B. So now the reason it's so tough is because, and I actually, like this kind of just hit me, is that, you know, with what D'Antoni has is the best offense in the NBA technically right now. And Literally, like, efficiency-wise, you the have, best offense in You NBA have history. Chris Paul and you have James Harden, who's become a, a point guard, a 51-point scoring point guard, who can get a triple-double with 51 points. So you got Chris Paul, you got James Harden, you have Eric Gordon, who was the sixth man of the year, you have Trevor Ariza, who's been a consistent starter, won a championship with Kobe Bryant, knows what he's doing, you have P.J. Tucker, you've got... Uh, Mbop Mute, you've got they Capella. Got, they still got Nene on that You've spot. got Nene, you've got Ryan you Anderson. You see Clint Capella out there dropping 2020 games like it's nothing. Shout out to Travis Scott with that Clint mm-hmm. Capella jersey on. Um, Bro, the thing, like, the difference between James Harden and Russ <clears throat> is they could put up the same numbers, but James Harden so will take more, 30 less It's shots. so much more efficient, yeah. Russ will take 40 one and shots the thing is, James Harden's game is not forced. Westbrook's game sometimes is too Harden's forced. Like, it's like effortless. Yeah, so that he has that Kobe effortless vibe. He's, to just, him. he's just smooth with it. So jumping back to it's the like, coaches, my bad, not to cut you off. Jumping back to the coaches, why I put Stevens over D'Antoni is because Stevens lost Hayward. First game of the season. Mm-hmm. And Steven still has the best record in the East and arguably one of the top three teams in the NBA. The NBA yeah. Now, he had, to, he had to change his whole game plan from what he worked on all offseason since, you know, Hayward on 4th of July, let everybody know he's going to Boston. He had to change everything that he did and revolve his team around Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? And it's been working. To, to near perfection mm-hmm. with these rookies, with, with Jason Tatum and, um, and second-year player Jalen Brown. Uh, Rozier's been having a great year. Mm-hmm. You know, guy, Marcus Smart's been playing pretty good. You know what I mean? Then I put Pop over both of them because Kawhi Leonard hasn't played a game until last week. And the Spurs are 21-10. and 10. They're 15 and 2 at home with no Kawhi Leonard. They're 15 and 1. They're 14 and 2 at home without Kawhi Leonard. And they are 20, 20 and 10 without Kawhi Leonard. Number three in the West. So, some, you know, something's got to give. That's, that's just pop. That's pop. Knowing what to do, knowing how to hold it down. Knowing where to put his players and and a little bit of Ginobili. He's the Bill Belichick of the NBA. So there, that that was actually a good question. That was, I got me. I'm uh, I'm seeing him for lunch tomorrow. He's uh, when he listens to this, I'm gonna tell him that we answered his question, and when he listens to this this weekend, he's gonna be very disappointed that neither of us said. Quinn Snyder. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's if, if he asked last year, I would have, I would have said. And maybe if Gobert been. played every game this year and was healthy, we yeah, might also be talking about Quinn Snyder yeah. because the with Gobert, yeah, with Gobert, I think the Jazz have a much better record than 14 and 18 
couple of those games go their way, you know. And it, it's tough, but you knew it was gonna you knew it was gonna be tough coming in this year. You know, you, you're dealing with you lost you lost game. your best player, yeah. your franchise player at that, and but then they went and drafted their next franchise yeah. player, so it's all good. So Quinn Snyder will be in the conversation in a couple in you know, years to come. So. He's a, the way he turned around. The yeah, Utah Jazz he's like American Psycho. The past over there. three, four years, winning like literally ten more games every year. They won fifty-one games last year. If it was if he asked this last year, obviously yeah. Quinn Snyder would be in my top three. But just uh, yeah, losing Hayward hurts, but I think they've got a solid future. Um, we can get into that best best thing, worst thing, favorite thing. And you thank see? you, Jake, for yeah being involved. I appreciate. Have it. a good day. <laughs> oh man, six Hope you enjoyed your birthday. Six T. I still don't know where we're going for lunch. He about to get. Damn, y'all got lunch tomorrow. Yo, Jake, can I come to lunch? <laughs> yeah. But um, favorite thing you've seen this week? All right. So, my favorite thing I saw this week. Uh, taking it back to Coach Spo. He uh, he passed. The great Pat Riley in um, all-time regular season wins for a Heat coach. Now he holds um, he holds that record, I guess you can call it. Uh, so shout out to Spo. That's a big deal. Yep. Um, least favorite thing. I mentioned this at the beginning. Um, it obviously it's about my Packers. Um, this season has just been a disaster. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that we needed this. We needed to finally not make the playoffs um, because this team needed to be exposed. We needed to be brought down to earth. Hmm. Uh, it's pretty clear that we're nothing without Rodgers when he's healthy. Um we needed, and we needed to see this before he starts nearing the end of his career, um, because he's like 34 now. He, I mean, fingers crossed. Hopefully, you know, I'd love to see him play another 10, 11 right. years, uh, but you never know. Um, I just we I, we can't keep riding on Aaron's talent every year. Um, this season was not what I expected going into it. Um, and I'm sure any other Packers fan will tell you the same. Um, we have the talent. The talent's there in all the other positions. But we, like, every every time something happens, uh, the team is too scared to make changes. We keep looking back at 2010 when we won the Super Bowl. And we keep thinking, oh, it's the same team. It's the same team. We're going to get the same results. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, It's not like that. In 2010, when we won the Super Bowl that year, the defense was incredible. It was Dom Capers' first year as uh, the defensive coordinator. Um, just like we're looking at Rodgers now to bail the team out whenever we need him to, that's what the defense did for us uh, so many years ago. Um, well, it feels like so many years ago. Right. Uh, it's obvious. I mean, maybe it's not obvious, but I think we do need some coach, uh, some staff changes um, looking at the defensive coordinator position, not saying we need to fire Capers. I know all the everybody loves saying, "Oh, fire Capers, fire Capers." Right. He he said he will continue to coach until 
he doesn't enjoy it anymore. Um, I would prefer if he just retired so yeah, that we don't that have to fire fun. him. Um, could you not enjoy it anymore? <laughs> I know. I mean, just like, how do you enjoy just being trash? Um, right now, in my opinion, the Vikings are the best team in the NFC North. For sure. Um, and I think the way they're built, they will be the best team for a while if Green Bay doesn't make any changes. Um, Mike Zimmer was a fucking godsend to that team. And I mean it because he turned that Literally. defense. Yeah. It like at, when I know, I know, like, <laughs> like even like last year and all the years before that, the NFC North was a fucking cakewalk. Just, yeah, just hand us the division yeah. title every year. It's not going to be like that anymore. Um, but obviously, the season wasn't what we expected with Rodgers going down. Um, but you know, Devonte broke out. He showed why he's one of the elite receivers in this league. Yep. Um, we drafted two phenomenal running backs in Jamal Williams right, and Aaron that was, Jones. That was big. Um, and they're going to form a great duo. They already have. Uh, we just can't abandon the run. McCarthy needs to stop doing that shit because it killed us against Carolina when it carried us when Hundley was in the game. Um, so I, w- I was expecting them to do the same thing. Um, Bakhtiari continued to show why he's the best left tackle in football <laughs> even though he missed the first four games of the year that's why mm-hmm. i think he probably didn't make the pro bowl but right. it's funny because he'll he will be all pro again this year and he would have gone all pro twice with only one pro bowl which is pretty funny because it just doesn't add up um blake martinez our uh our linebacker he's tied for this uh the league lead in tackles pro bowl snub um, Demarius Randall had a bounce back year. He got benched earlier in the year, came back. He's like tied for like second most interceptions in the league. And he's like locking everybody down. He's killing it. Um, Kevin King, Clay, like all these dudes, Clay looked rejuvenated. Kevin King obviously went down with the shoulder, but he was looking strong. He was, he was going up against team's best receivers. Um, the defense was bad, obviously. Uh, that I said, but there is talent there. We've got all we've got all pro guys uh, on defense. We got yeah, pro bowl uh-huh. guys. Yeah, William um, Burnett, Clay Matthews. If we fire Daniels, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if, if we fire Dom Capers or if he retires, which I would prefer, he go that route. Um, we f- we need to fill those holes in free agency. We're gonna have a higher than normal draft pick. Right. Going into this year, which is good. or going into next season, I'm sorry, um, with a healthy Rogers and a, a chip on his shoulder, um, I'm assuming. Um, I think next year we can make a run at the playoffs. Um, and then I hate to take so much of the time, but I got to talk about Thomas motherfucking Davis. Okay, his bitch ass. Um, listen, this is what really pissed me off. This like that whole thing with the Packers missing the playoffs. That doesn't mean shit, but Devontae Adams' health does mean something to me. Um, he's 24 years old. He's a year older than me. His birthday's uh, on Christmas Eve. He's Word. turning 25. He's in the contract year. Sunday. He's looking to get paid. Um, you got Thomas Davis, arms down, launching, and uh, leading with your helmet. You're not trying to make a block. You're trying to blow a guy up. Mm-hmm. Tay left his feet. He left the ground. He was fucking parallel to the field. 
I don't give a shit if you're a good person off the field or not. You have a history of doing this. He's got over a dozen unnecessary roughness calls in his career. He's got six. um, uh, He's been sorry. He's been fined six times in his career. Over $122,000 in his career. That's why Rodgers said, listen, he's a repeat offender. All the Carolina fans got their panties in a bunch when he said that. But it's facts. You can fucking look it up on the NFL website. They have a history of that shit. He might be a good person off the field, but he's a dirty player on the field. Um, he 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 was trying to hurt him. Like, he threw down the most vicious illegal hit that he could in the moment. He led with the crown of his helmet. He launched himself, and he made contact with Devontae's blindside when he wasn't looking. He, the only contact he made was with his helmet, on Devontae's helmet. Oh, he didn't man. touch anything we else on his it. body. He made no attempt to touch anything else. Illegal hits do not get any more cut and dry than this. Fuck Thomas Davis. Fuck the NFL. Fuck the NFL PA. They're, they say they're supposed to protect the players, but the only players they protect are the ones who lay down hits like that. They can save them money and reduce their suspensions. They don't give a fuck about the guy who was on the other end of that hit. They need to fucking grow a pair. That's all I'm going to say. Fuck the NFLPA, bro. That shit pissed me off. Uh, In other news, (laughs) uh, I'm not as mad right now. So the, the, the worst thing I saw this week had to be it was like my favorite thing because it was exposed, but it was my least favorite thing in all seriousness because it's just sad with the uh, Donald Trump Republican judge, I guess, nominees when they were questioned oh, and had yeah. no answers for anything. It They're was a bunch of dumb fucks. <laughs> like, you know, literally all these questions are being asked about law and the answer was, you know, right, you, you know, right now I wouldn't be able to answer that. Uh, you know, if I looked over the book for 20 minutes, I'd probably be able to give you a better answer. Or, you know, this and that, or literally just silence. Like, no. Like no. they call like, themselves lawyers and attorneys. And they can't answer. You guys basic, haven't even tried basic, basic, questions. basic trials or anything like that. So that was pretty disappointing to me just to see, you know, that that's like the epitome of it's not what you know, it's who you know. And exactly. when you know Donald Trump and you're cool with him. I did read, that's, though, that because of everybody's backlash mm-hmm. that they withdrew themselves uh, from the consideration of the position. Well, I appreciate them for doing that. That was uh, very... Uh, this country's run by dumb fucks and morons. Yeah, which obviously is blatant. Yeah. Um, moving on, I didn't want to talk about negativity anymore. I wanted to get into positivity. The best thing I've seen this week, uh, hands down, has to be... Mr. Kobe Bryant getting True. both of his jerseys retired. This guy was literally the first basketball player I fell in love with before Dwayne Wade, before LeBron James, before any of this Carmelo, any of this. It was Kobe Bryant. It was Afro, number eight, mm-hmm. high flying, trying to dunk on you. The Afro with the go-to. New Jordan. You know what I mean? It was. It was... Kobe, everything is Kobe. You know, you you playing football on the street with your friend and you moss him. Like, moss. You got moss, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you go for that jumper and it's like, Kobe, 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 Kobe what? Kobe. So, um, it was great to see his career, 20 years of it. I got to catch 15, 16 years of that. Yeah. Um, 
maybe 17, well, maybe 16, 17. Knowing what was exactly. going on, yeah. My first basketball jersey playing for the city, number eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this was, you know, back to back to back, 2000, 2001, 2002, like, champions. Um, never was a Lakers fan in my life. Never was the biggest Kobe Bryant fan in my life, but always had the love for him as a player and, like, appreciation for what he did to the game. You know what I mean? Showed, one, that loyalty to a team means a lot. Mm-hmm. You'll get paid in the end. Not doing weight, but, <clears throat> you know, normally. Uh, you'll get, they, they you'll get paid wanna, for it. They didn't want to um, cost the rest of the team. Yeah, which is smart, but... You know, you appreciate Kobe Bryant for 20 years and what he did for you. He won you five championships. You know, he's right after Jordan. He basically got his game from Jordan. And with two different jersey numbers, he put up Hall of Fame careers. You know what I mean? So it was good to see him back at the Staples Center since the last time we saw him on the court, dropping 60 on his last game Mm -hmm. in April 2016. Um so it was just it was just dope to see him and his family receiving those honors um, in front of Manfred, Jeannie Buss, and Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson telling him and telling Los Angeles that Kobe was the greatest Laker to ever play. Like that's big, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So just to see all that was really it's it brought back memories. A lot of you know? people hold Magic in that regard. Exactly, yeah. and everybody, you know, everybody was. You know, reminis- like just remembering Kobe, and it was dope to see. You know. All his memories and highlights. They had a, a highlight reel for his number eight and his number twenty-four, and each mm-hmm. of them were like ten-minute videos. Bro. That's it's pretty. They sick. could have had so, ten hours. Long. Yeah, yeah. They could have done whatever the hell they wanted. So I mean, thank you guys for listening. It's been a fun episode. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I don't know if Kwanzaa falls around this time, but if it does, I think so. Yeah. So I think Happy holidays to all. Um, Thank you for listening, taking the time out of your holiday season to keep up with us. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, share, post, comment, ask questions, talk shit. Just get involved. Let, let us know if you want to call in. Um, follow us on Twitter at Julian Gorris at Zone6Dan. Instagram at DM Reich. Still Julian Gorris. Murder um, on the yeah. beat. That's not yeah. nice, man. Real nigga, I get high, touch the sky. Right hand in the L, left hand in the pot. Real nigga, I we see eye to eye. Real nigga, I we see eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. I see green in your eyes, it don't lie. Blue dollar bills in them hills to the sky. You with the flow dash, know my hoes they gon' cash. Over that bad, they mad. I know the problem, yeah, yeah. Eye to eye. Camera shit. No. We fuck up for real, for real, for real. We fuck up the chat for real. Check. We having it lean inside of some perks. We having the X pill. We know how to flip for real. We hop on the jet the time we kill. Yeah. These niggas be riding, chasing money, wrong signing deals. Yeah. I got a tip for Lee. Yeah. And I bought a skeleton. Ice. Yeah. I'm a deadly weapon. Yeah. I'm about to go off in a second. Oh, yeah. Moving bricks and medicine. Bricks.
like to fly a pelican Touch the sky heavenly Designer belt from the Netherlands Nigga, I get high, touch the sky Right hand in the air Left hand in the pot Real nigga, I We see eye to eye Real nigga, I We see eye to eye Yeah, yeah I see green in your eyes, it don't lie Blue dollar bills in them hills to the sky We put the flow on dash All of my hoes, they gon' cash Over that bad, they mad I know the problem, yeah, yeah Real nigga, I Pop a park and fly Crack that ceiling, take a whiff and die Come back alive Niggas commit suicide when they don't got mob ties Flip it like it's five guys I'm Tupac, get all eyes Look at the bitch, she a dime So many watches, a nigga can't run out of time They get out of line, they gang in your yard With the shit like the Uber driver with the sign I went on to tell the truth in my rapper, the other rapper tell lies. lies. Real niggas keep the trap alive, ain't no fabrication on the vines. Real nigga, I get high, touch the sky. Right hand in the air, 